Hello, word nerds. Welcome to the dictionary. Um, let's see. What do I have to say to you first? Well, um, uh, I have a personal thing. If you are interested in that, for why I need to record it on a microphone, I don't know, but I feel like I will, uh, or I feel like I should. I don't know why, but maybe at the end, if you want to listen to that, you can stay till the very end for that. I guess that's kind of like uh, an ologies. Uh, she tells a secret at the end. If you didn't know that, go back and now listen to all the secrets at the end of the episodes. That's pretty great. Um, yeah, so I get a little personal, I guess, because that's what podcasters do. They got to talk about themselves. And uh, this episode is going to be interesting. Um, it might be hard to pick a word of the episode. It might be hard. So let's just read them. Uh, the first one is Cochlea. C-O-C-H-L-E-A, noun from 1688. I feel like I talk very fast sometimes, so I'm going to try and slow down. A hollow tube in the inner ear of higher vertebrates that is usually coiled like a snail shell and contains the sensory organ of hearing. And then we have to go look at the ear illustration, which we'll do in, I don't know, two or three years? We'll find out. Um, this is a really important thing. Cochlear or cochlear is an adjective. Uh, this is from, uh, or it is a Latin word, which means snail or snail shell. I want to thank you for putting me back in my snail shell. I want to thank you for putting me back in my snail If that came in tune, if that can, if, if that was the same key as the actual song, I would be so impressed, but I don't think it was. Uh, this is from Greek kokleos, from koklos, which means stale, uh, snail, uh, probably akin to the Greek conche, which means muscle. Um, so, uh, yes, it looks like a snail shell. And so when they saw it, they said, hey, that looks like a snail shell. And in Latin, it means cochlea. So that's why it's called cochlea. Um, try not to damage your cochlea. I am afraid that I have damaged my hearing and the higher frequencies are going away because when I was younger, I would put speakers up against my head really, really loud because that's what teenagers like to do. And it was really, really dumb. So I think my hearing is going sooner than it should, but I need to finish recording this before the hearing goes completely uh, because I don't want to get a cochlear implant that is our next word. Um, you know, I think they've helped people a lot, but a lot of people feel very strongly about uh, not having cochlear implants. The, the deaf community is, I think, feels strongly about that. At least a lot of them. I have heard. I watched that movie, so I'm an expert. Um, actually, my sister is an interpreter for the deaf, and so I do feel like I know more about the deaf world than uh, most people, but I am not claiming to be an expert by any means. All I know is the alphabet, but I really think I should learn. We'll talk about that more when we get to sign language. Maybe I will learn sign language by the time I get to the word sign language. This cochlear implant that I'm holding in my hand and on my head is a noun from 1980, an electronic prosthetic device that enables individuals with sensorineural hearing, hearing loss, sensorineural hearing loss to recognize some sounds and consists of an external microphone and speech processor and one or more electrodes implanted in the cochlea. 
It sounds... Sounds so... I don't even know. I mean... So in that movie, what was it? The Sound of Metal. By the way, after watching that movie, that is a very clever title. Well done, filmmakers, on that one for sure. Also, it was a really great movie, and I think it brought a lot of uh, a lot of eyes and ears uh, to to that to the deaf world. Um, and then actually hearing of what it kind of sounds like in the movie at the end. Spoiler alert: if you haven't seen it, you hear somebody with a cochlear implant, um, and it's just it's just something else it's very difficult to make that out as real sound but hey if you want to hear something i guess it's better than nothing i don't know what i would do honestly so our next word is um yeah well in the next oh two and a half episodes we're gonna have a lot of more uh inside your head dirty jokes you can say them out loud if you want but i won't hear them unless you tag me in some sort of post um, it is the word cock. That's what it is. This this means so many things. There are five forms of this one word and uh, quite a few definitions. Um, so it could be so many things, not just the thing that you're thinking of. And you know what? If I just say that out loud, that means I'm thinking of it. So, you know, clearly, I like to make these, these dumb jokes because like I said in the last one, I'm very immature. That's just me. Didn't need to say anything. We could have just gone right through it. So this is a noun from before the 12th century. 1A, the adult male of the domestic chicken. Ha, and the scientific name. I love this. It's just gallus gallus. I don't know why I love that so much. 1B, the male of birds other than the domestic chicken. Uh, 1C, the synonym is woodcock. 1D is archaic. It is the crowing of a cock. So that would probably be the, you know, the male, the male chicken, the, the rooster. And then also the synonym cock crow, cock crow. It's archaic. I think I would hear this word a lot more if it were not archaic. One E, the synonym is weathercock. Two, a device as a faucet or valve for regulating the flow of a liquid. What? Those are called cocks? Uh, I had no, maybe that's only very specific situations. I have no clue. 3A, a chief person. Synonym is leader. 3B, a person of spirit and often of a certain swagger or arrogance. Uh, yeah, I could, I could see that. That makes sense. That tracks. 4A, the hammer in the lock of a firearm. And then I think we'll probably see in the verbs, you are cocking the hammer with the cock. 4B, the cocked position of the hammer. So you cock the you cock the hammer with the cock to a cock. That's the, the position and the thing are both called cock. Uh, and then five, usually vulgar. The synonym is penis. The phrase, we have a phrase, cock of the walk. Now that would work better if they actually rhymed. I guess do people say walk, walk cock, cock of the walk? Cock? Would they, do people say cock? Or is it always cock? I don't know. I'm asking you. Or would you say cock of the walk? Cock of the walk? That sounds funny. Uh, this is one that dominates a group or situation, especially overbearingly. Yeah, you don't want to be the cock of the walk. 
Second form of cock is a verb from 1575. It is uh, starting with intransitive. One, synonyms are strut and swagger. I don't have that. Number two, to turn, tip, or stick up. (laughs) That definition is way too spot on. Number three, to position the hammer of a firearm for firing. Now we have transitive 1A, to draw the hammer of a firearm back. To draw the hammer of a firearm back. Nope. To draw the firing. Oh boy, I skipped a line. It's getting worse and worse. To draw the hammer of back and set for firing. Also, to set the trigger for firing. 1B, to draw or bend back in penetration for throwing or hitting. As in, a quarterback cocking his arm. Uh, Also is in cock a bat. You're getting ready to use it to hit something else. Hmm. Is that a metaphor for something? 1C, to set a mechanism as a camera shutter for tripping. Yeah, it's just like the the hammer. No, the, um, the firearm. The hammer on the firearm. 2A, to set erect, as in a dog with one ear cocked. And 2B, to turn, tip, or tilt, usually to one side, as in cock one's head. Number three, I didn't realize there was a three, to turn up as a hat brim. You're cocking your hat brim. I don't think I have heard that one. Cock a snook or cock snooks. Uh, That means to thumb one's nose, as in cocking a snook at the establishment. This sounds like it had to come from Shakespeare, right? Cock a snook at the establishment? That means, oh, that that establishment is terrible. I have cocked a snook. All right, if you say so. Now we have the third form of cock, noun from 17, 17, 17, 17, 17, 17, 17, 17, 17, 17. The synonyms are tilt and slant, as in cock of the head. Fourth form of cock, noun from the 14th century, a small pile as of hay. That's called a cock. Fifth form of cock, transitive verb from the 14th century, to put as hay into cocks. I think my voice cracked a little bit there. To put as hay into cocks. You got your cock in the cocks? I don't know. Next is cockade. Noun from 1709, an ornament as a rosette, usually worn on a hat as a bridge. It's a cockade, and cockaded is an adjective. This is from French cocarde, which is the feminine of cocarde, which means vain. Mmm, you are so vain. Uh, From cock, which means cock, blah, 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 that's that. Next is cock-a-hoop. Cock-a-hoop. Cock hyphen a hyphen hoop. What is this? It's an adjective from 1663. One, triumphantly boastful. Synonym is exulting. Cock-a-hoop. Number two, the synonym is awry. Yeah, I think it would be awry, right? Right. Uh, This is from the phrase to set cock-a-hoop to be festive. To set cock-a-hoop to be festive. I still don't understand that. I think triumphantly boastful makes more sense. Next is cocaine. So it sort of sounds like cocaine. It is not. It is capital C-O-C-K 
A-I-G-N-E. Looks French. Looks so French. Noun from the 13th century. An imaginary land of great luxury and ease. Cocaine. Um, it is from Middle French. Pays? Pays de cocaine. I don't think I said that right. right. Can't even speak my own language right. Uh, Pays de cocaine means land of plenty. Oh, yes, of course, this is an imaginary land of great luxury and ease. It does not exist. It's, it's, it doesn't, there is, the land of plenty doesn't exist. I don't know. Maybe it does. Maybe it's just been here the whole time. We were always looking for it, but it was right underneath our feet. Uh, next is, <laughs> who makes up these things? Kakaliki. That sounds Hawaiian. It's not. Noun from 1737, a soup made of chicken and leeks is a cock-a-leek. Yeah, well, that makes sense. Cock is chicken, leek is le- leaky is leek. Um, yeah, that's, that was pretty obvious. Next is cockalorum. Noun from circa 1715, one, a boastful and self-important person. Number two synonym is leapfrog. Cockalorum, leapfrog. Number three is boastful talks. No, just talk. Hmm, it is possibly from, probably modified of obsolete Dutch dialect, kakalorin, which means to crow. Next is, now, would you say, yeah, kakamami, kakamami. I guess people say this. I don't know. Who says this? Um, you can spell it with a Y or an IE at the end. It is from 1960. It's an adjective, by the way. Synonyms are ridiculous and incredible. <laughs> Ridiculously incredible. That That's what this podcast is. It is a whole bunch of cockamamie. That's the new tagline. The podcast that is co- the cockamamie podcast. Uh, as in all of the cockamamie excuses I ever heard. That is a quote from Leo Rostin. Of all the cockamamie excuses I ever heard... It is possibly from decalcomania. Decalcomania. What does that even mean? Maybe, maybe we'll get there. Next is cock and bull story. Cock and bull is three words with hyphens. Noun from 1778. An incredible story told as true. Cock and bull. Which, what? Why is this called cock and bull? Doesn't say why. Our last word for this episode is... Cockapoo. C-O-C-K-A-P-O-O-P-U. Noun from 1970. A dog that is a cross between a cocker spaniel and a poodle. Uh, why wouldn't it be cockadoodle? Cockadoodle? No, it wouldn't be. Cockapoodle? Cocker? Cocker? Yeah, cockapoo is fine. Um, that's it for that. So the words today were cochlea, cochlear implant, Cockade, cockahoop, cocaine, cockaleaky, cockalorum, cockamamie, cock and bull story, cockapoo. It's like a little journey, reliving a short little journey that we were just on. I will pick cochlea as the word of the episode because I want you to keep your cochlea intact as long as you possibly can. And don't be like me. Please, don't be like me. Um... I'm trying to not worsen my cochlea. I guess that was a song. 
What are the holidays for today? September 8th? Yes. It is the earliest day on which Auditor's Day can fall. That is in the Church of Scientology. Why did I read that? It is the earliest day for Grandparents' Day in Estonia. Earliest day for Mid-Autumn Festival in the Chinese calendar. Mm, earliest day for Turkmen Bakshi Day in Turkmenistan. Obviously. It is the day of the Battle of Borodino in Russia. Obviously. It is the Feast of Izat. What is that? That is Baha'i. It is Independence Day in Mas uh, of Macedonia from Yugoslavia. Don't I don't usually tell you the uh, where they were from, what they got independence from. Maybe I'll start doing that. It is International Literacy Day. It is uh, Martyrs Day in Afghanistan. It is National Day in Andorra. In Pakistan, it is Victory Day, also Victory Day in Malta. World Physical Therapy Day. I, I hope I don't need physical therapy. Um, what else? In Spain, Asturias Day. <laughs> also, that's, I think, the same, maybe? I don't know. Uh, press Day in Latin America. Fun holidays? Sure, why not? That's what we're here for. International Literacy Day, if I didn't already say that. Yes, I know how to read. Clearly, I'm reading this book, but not everybody does, so... Uh, I think it would be good if everybody learned how to read. Let's make that happen. It's National Actors Day. Uh, and it shows a picture of Lucy and Desi. Lucy and Lucy, Lu Lucille Ball. That's I mean, she'll, she'll always be known as Lucille Ball. And Desi Arnaz. The state had a very funny sketch on Desi Arnaz. And if you haven't seen it, you should watch it. Lucille Ball was a comic genius and I really don't know enough about her and I feel pretty stupid and bad about that. So I need to I need to brush up on my Lucille Ball comedy. Um but man, that chocolate scene is so classic and then when they redid it on uh Will and Grace, very very well done people. I commend you for that. It is National Ampersand Day. I will put a clip of They Might Be Giants Ampersand song here. Uh, this podcast is basically a collection of my brain, so have fun with that. It is National Nate Da Nate. No, that's not how you say that. National Date Nut Bread Day. Have I ever had any date nut bread before? Is that different than date date like the fruit date date bread? I need to find some date nut bread now. Uh, National Pledge of Allegiance Day. Hmm. I don't know about that. At least the God part. I think we could take that out. It is National Women's Equal Pay Day. Why is it today? Why isn't it every day? How many times do I have to say things like that? What? Yes, please. Just do it already. Please. Come on. It's not hard. It's Pardon Day. It's Pediatric Hematology Oncology Nurses Day. That's very specific. But yes, we should celebrate those nurses. That's a good thing to do. Obviously, all of these holidays are good things to do, I think. Star Trek Day? Yeah, go watch some Star Trek. I should watch more Star Trek. Virgin Mary Day. And I think that's it. We'll check check this for good measure. That's it. 
Thank you very much for listening. And until next time, this is Spencer Dispensing Information. Goodbye to you.